PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. We look at trends every day, and as we hear from Hank Wagner, there are specific trends out there that can play a big role in our personal and professional lives. Let's join Hank with this week's PDPW podcast titled, Be a Trend Watcher. Hello and welcome to another PDPW podcast, and I just have to let you know that you are incredibly significant, important, and very, very valuable. Now, I don't know if you've heard that before, but if not, you've heard it now, and and I'd like you to even take it another step, and I'd like you to say it with me, okay? Go ahead. I, I want you to say this with me. I am significant, important, and very, very valuable. Well, it's true. And if you said it and you honestly believe that truth, then this podcast has already been really important and significant to you today. However, it's not really what I wanted to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you about something else that's incredibly important. It's interesting because I've done over 40 of these podcasts now and I think every single one of them is very important and valuable, including today's. So today I want to talk to you about the importance of being a trend watcher. Now I know that all of us are engaged at some level in trend watching. For example, uh, we're all probably engaged a little bit in watching the trends in fashion, or at least my wife and daughter are. And I'm, I'm thankful for that, I appreciate that. Because they're, they're always looking and making sure that I have the right kind of shoes and the right clothes to be in the correct trend or the correct, the current style. But there's also trends in music and videos and trends in dance. There's trends in home design or decoration. For example, as you, as you look at your home and compare it to new homes today, you'll see that a lot of new homes today, all of the, the woodwork, the trim and the doors and even the walls, everything is painted white. And some of the older homes, a lot of the woodwork is stained to bring out the grains in the wood. And it goes through trends or times when that, that stain or coloring of the wood is light colored. And sometimes it, it moves to extremely dark coloring. Even the cabinets and kitchens, their wood but today they paint that wood all white instead of bringing out and showing the grains and the different types of wood that is used to make those cabinets. But also flooring in our homes and businesses, in buildings, goes through trends. And same thing with furniture. People who sell furniture have to watch trends so they know what type of furniture to have in inventory and what's going to be popular in the near future. Other purchases that we make also are connected to trends, whether it be video games, kitchen appliances, or even automobiles. News and videos and headlines are all connected to trends. We're all connected at some level in in watching what's trending on YouTube and Google and Twitter and Facebook. There's even a TV show called What's Trending. 
So we are, as a society, as a culture, people who watch trends. But all of these things, all of these trends, are focused on what other people think matter or have value. And that's not really at all what I want to talk to you about as far as being a trend watcher. Because I think many of us today are being led to believe that something matters or is important based on what other people say or think or believe. And I remember as a young child going to a, another family member who had a small farm and they had a, a huge bull on their farm that they used for breeding purposes and he was always in his own pen and it was built out of extremely heavy iron pipe because he was a, a very large animal with a lot of strength and power to to do damage but this bull also had a ring in his nose and it continually amazed me that whenever they needed to clean that pen or handle that bull that massive animal all they needed to do was grab that ring in his nose and it was like leading around a baby calf and I think that we as a society or we as people have become a lot like that bull. We have tremendous power to choose and to think for ourselves and to do what we think is important or valuable, but instead we're being led around by trends or what other people are telling us we should think, believe, or do. And there's stress connected to all of that. The stress of, of feeling like we need to keep up with the Joneses. We need to keep up with current trends. The stress of the financial obligations related to the need to purchase those things to stay with current trends. The stress of having our present and our future being at, at least somewhat controlled by others and what other people think. Then there's the time demands of needing to stay in touch or informed of what trends are. You see, when I say that it's really important and very valuable for us to become a trend watcher, that is not at all what I'm talking about. Instead of being so focused on what other people think are important, I think we need to focus on what we think is important. So when I'm talking about trend watching... I'm talking about watching our own trends, not the trends of other people. Because isn't that really what should matter or what should be important? So I want to address three areas for you to think about or consider being a trend watcher in. First of all, business. I know that, that what trends to watch or what trends might be important to watch in our business depends a lot on, on what type of business we're in. Now I know that 
PDPW is the Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin. It's, a, it's an agricultural organization, so a, a large percentage of the audience is connected to agriculture. But this, is, this principle or truth is, is the same regardless of what business that you're in. However, I'm, I'm going to uh, go through a, a few uh, examples or places that I think are important to watch trends on a dairy farm or in a dairy business. But first I need to point out to be, to be a trend watcher, you have to be able to, to actually see trends. And to see trends, you have to measure certain things. You've probably all heard the statement that if you don't measure something, you can't monitor or manage it. So we need to take the step to measure things. What might be measured in a dairy farm or a dairy business? So we've, we've been um, measuring, monitoring, and watching trends on a number of things for over 25 years. And I'm going to go through a few of those, but, but you, can, you can decide for yourself what those important things are for you to watch or to measure. So on our dairy farm, we have things split up into enterprises. So each of, each of the different crops are their own enterprise. Each of our, our, our animals that are raised at home versus the ones that are custom raised, each of them have their own enterprise. So everything is broken up into enterprises so that we can manage, monitor, or, or gauge those costs and how they change over time to be able to make good decisions. We measure and watch trends in regards to production. All different types of production, whether it be in the crop area or with our animals. Feed is the highest cost on every dairy farm. So we measure and watch trends on intakes on all groups of animals. The different ages of our, our milking animals, the different groups, but also the, the different uh, ages of animals as they're growing up, we're looking at all of their intakes. We measure, monitor, and watch trends on the costs and efficiency in regards to feed versus production. We're looking at and measuring trends in inventories, not just feed inventories, but inventories of animals and equipment. Everything that, that we own, we're, we're managing and watching inventories and watching how they change over time. And we look at the changes in the number of animals and the, the amount of feed that we have when, when animals leave our farm. We're looking at trends as to the reasons why they leave. For example, if, if too many of them died and that trend is increasing, that should send us a very strong signal. What's going on here? Labor is the second highest cost on most dairy farms. So it's important to measure certain parameters regarding labor costs and labor efficiency. Animal health is extremely important. We not only care about our animals, but they're our livelihood. So we're monitoring uh, milk quality things like, for example, somatic cell count, which is a gauge of milk quality, but also animal health. There's a number of animal health events that are monitored and, and measured. And I'm not talking about, many times we'll have a consultant that'll come onto our farm and they'll go into our software and they'll, they'll pull up the number of 
animals that may be sold for a certain reason or the number of events we've had over the last year in, in certain health categories. But that's just one snapshot, one picture of what happened over the last year. Being a trend watcher requires that, that you're able to look at a, a picture of that, that measurement that you're trying to take over time. So, for example, having daily somatic cell count numbers or daily or, or weekly herd health events and to be able to plot them. Reproduction measures, extremely important value connected to profitability on dairy farms. And then there's growth rates of our animals at all stages. How good of a job are we doing at keeping animals healthy and feeding them correctly and providing a good environment for them to be able to have maximum growth, good for the animals and good for our businesses? So all of that information, in our case, we plug into an Excel program that allows us to collect all of that data and then use that data and put it into chart form or picture form to help everybody see what current or, or past historical trends are happening and how it's impacting our business. But what about the second area? I think a, another really important area for all of us is our finances. Now there's finance connected to business and we have over 40 financial benchmarks, goals or things that we measure and watch trends on that are directly related to our business. It's really where the production side of our business connects with the financial side. It's great if we're successful at production. If we're able to maximize production either with our, with our animals or with the crops that we grow. But making a profit while doing it I think is much more important. So you've got to be able to bring those those production numbers and bring them together with the financial numbers and then be able to watch those trends over time and use them to make good decisions. But then there's the financial side connected to, to our, our personal area of life. It's good to have personal financial goals and it might be as simple as maintaining a certain level in our checkbook or, or our savings accounts. Or it might be the desire to have a certain level of growth in either of those areas. Or you might want to take it a, a step deeper and, and look at your personal balance sheets. Our children, when they became a teenager, they started a personal balance sheet. For them to be more aware of the things that they had as an asset or things that they owned and things that they owe and saw how those grew or changed over time. They quickly saw that snowmobiles and, and four-wheelers or toys decreased in value over time, where things like, like cattle increased in value over time. I think it's a great idea to do a personal balance sheet, at least annually, and be able to, to store that and compare it over time to watch trends in your finances. Then there's a third area that I, that I think is also extremely important to watch trends in. I believe that people are the most important thing on our planet. 
Yes, they're more important than our business. They're more important than our finances. So why wouldn't we watch trends in regards to the people in our life? Relationships are a big deal. Even if we don't consciously realize it, people are really important. Because imagine, if you could have everything on this planet, all of the mansions, all of the, the islands out in, in, the, in isolated places with beautiful weather and with all of the, the automobiles and, and speedboats and every machinery dealership and every single thing on this planet was yours, but there was no people to share it with. It wouldn't mean anything, would it? People are really important. So why not be more aware of the quality of our relationships? There's a small group of people that I've identified that have been big influencers or people who have had a huge impact on my life. And whenever I get the opportunity to add value to them or to be able to sit down and listen to them, I take it. And I regularly monitor or measure the trend as far as, as the quality of time and maybe even the amount of time that I get to spend with those people. Know who those specific people are in your life that really matter. And then do something to be able to, to, to measure trends in the, the, either the quantity of time or the quality of time that you spend with them. And I realize it's a little bit harder to do than some of the metrics in business. But if you decide to, for example, with your family, and I would hope that the family is high on your list of the people that are important to you. Do you have family night? And if so, how often? Do you want to change that trend this year? If you've never had a family night, consider starting one. And you don't have to do it every week. Start somewhere and say, you know what? We're going to put it on the calendar. We're going to, we're going to make this a measurable event. And maybe you want to start it every other month. But I, I would guess that after you see the value and see what happens in the quality of your relationships, you're going to move it up. And as our children were growing up, Monday nights were family nights. And unless the barn was burning down, the rest of the team was instructed to not contact us. It was a really important, measurable event. Dating your spouse or your children or other people who are significant to you, make it a measurable event and watch the trends. Having meals together, eating together, measuring the quantity or quality. And when you talk, it's, it's not just about business. It's about what's important to each other. I realize that this area is much harder to measure. But maybe it's a more important area to invest in, to grow in. Because it's, it's extremely important. So I would encourage you to consider stepping up the desire to be a trend watcher. 
But maybe focus less on what other people say are important and determine what's important to you. Our thanks to Hank Wagner for joining us this week. And a reminder for more resources and other podcasts, go to pdpw.org. To the professional dairy producers, you are the most important asset on this planet. Thank you for listening and have a great week.